Great philosopher. Put thought in your fucking movie. Welcome to the special Halloween spooky edition of the MK Productions Podcast. I'm well. I'm I'm well. I'm I'm shit. I'm counting. I'm counting Mac. I want to suck your blood dry. I'm joined here by Countess. Flamingo, aka Kristen. Ooh. I don't even know how to come back from that one. Hello. Happy Halloweenies. I am ready to get spoopy here today. But ooh, we're not alone. We are joined here by a specter, a spook. It's James Spook Spawn. James- Spawn? What? what oh, is God. going on? <laughs> It's the, the goblins and the ghouls got him. Yeah. <laughs> but we're joined here by special guest, returning special guest, James Shaw. James, welcome back to the show. We are so happy to have you back. Thank you very much, guys. I am uh, looking forward to talking about my most anticipated movie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a special, as many as you remember, uh, James w- was on actually quite recently. He was on for which movie was it thor it was thor thor thor, thor. Yeah, thor. man we gotta stop meeting like this on these bad movies man it's not that bad uh, uh, <laughs> we'll save our comments then for a little yeah. later because then i have i'm gonna agree with you james i didn't think it was that bad you guys are too nice but today on the spooky episode of the mk productions podcast we'll be going over some spooky horror movie it's related Halloween news, and then we'll be getting into our topics because we're going to be covering first Rob Zombie's The Monsters, which everyone liked, right? Fuck no, baby. No. James, I don't even think you watched. No, I, I didn't watch. You guys warned me. You warned me, so I was like, I, 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 I uh, put myself through enough abuse. So my therapist has charged me too much now. I can't afford the extra pay. For oh. that one, so. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that goes that that goes towards that first. I would take that over Rob Zombie. <laughs> Then we're going to be going over the ending conclusion to this 40-year-old franchise and Halloween ends. And was it that bad? Was it that good? We do not know. And then we'll be wrapping it up with some the MK upfront. But actually, before we start the show, I want to give a little shout out. What's the shout out for, Mac? Special shout out to Mr. Anthony Hayes, director and co-star of Gold, who, yeah! as many as you who know, back in March, we got had a awesome opportunity to sit down and talk with him about his movie that we got to watch and we asked him a lot of questions about it and it was a very good movie we had fun with it mm-hmm. and great Zac Efron movie this past week at the time of this recording gold is up for a Saturn award for best independent film so big shout out to Mr. Hayes and well-deserved nomination hopefully congratulations that- Anthony hopefully that, congratulations. Be- <laughs> that was a really good movie to be honest with you it's yeah Zach Efron you really act but if you haven't had a chance check out our gold uh interview we did with him back in March I'll be posting the link down below in descriptions as I can get words out but anyway I think besides that shadow, let's get right into the spooky news. (laughs) 
All right, so the spooky movie news. I guess we'll talk about that trailer. I'm joking. So when I saw Halloween ends, which this we'll get into, I saw a trailer for Blumhouse's new horror movie. You guys want to know what it is? Let me guess. Does it go by the name of Megan? Yeah, like the yes. Megan. It's going to be the Megan trailer. Megan. Which people have called the Yes, Yes, Annabelle movie. The Yes, Yes, yes Queen, Annabelle. If, yes. if y'all don't know, watch, listen to this podcast. Uh, Blumhouse is doing a new movie. It's from, uh, I don't know who's directing it, but I think one of the producers is James Wan is one of the producers of it. Correct. Yeah, correct. Something uh, like that. Yeah. So this movie has Alice Williams in it and it has her like this toy tech company magnet. And she has to take care of her niece whose parents died. And she's like, I'm gonna make her a, like a, a real life, like a good guy doll, aka Megan doll. So she makes this doll, but then Megan turns out she's like, I won't let anything happen to you. And uh, the trailer went viral because uh, Megan was hitting the Millie Rock. She went like, she's like, she's twerking, twerking, yeah, ballerina. Yeah. Like, so actually, funny enough, that trailer went so viral, they actually moved the release date up from January 13th to like January 6th. And, and that's also, a sign of bad things usually. Oh yeah, because if yeah. many of you don't know, January is the F U H January movie month because that's where they dump all the movies that are doing well. Because hey, House Party's coming out the same year with LeBron James. But um, yeah, I'll start off with James. Um, James, what is yes. your opinion on Megan? And do you like Blumhouse Studios as like these new modern era of horror movies? Mm-hmm. Uh, Blumhouse is uh, hit hit and miss for me, mm-hmm. but Megan. Megan, Megan, as promised, I was like, okay, something kind of different. We'll, we'll see. But the fact it comes out in January, that that scares me. Um, <laughs> horror movies in January are never good. And the fact you move it up, you're moving it closer to January. Uh, that's not that's not good either. But I mean, it has promise. I think it will. I think it will do well with with a certain demographic, you know. Uh, but of course, I'll be there checking out. Um, and, and if and when Megan said that she'll uh, let anything happen to her. I was like, I want a Megan, so maybe when I go watch these bad movies, maybe Megan will say, you know what, don't buy a ticket for that. And so that, that way I, I can relate to Megan. But yeah, I thought I'm interested, but holding reservations since the release date is in uh, January, but we'll see. Yeah, so this is like little female version of a high-tech Chucky, the way Aww. I like to see it. Um, But... Megan is popping off like in trending ways the way Smile oh, was. Oh, God. Yeah. Because here's the thing. That marketing for Smile really helps the film. And I yeah. think with the TikTok sensation that Megan became and with everything she's got going for her, they don't need to do much now. It's just all now that everybody just has to go see it. I think Megan's going to do well. However, I don't think it's going to be a great movie. It didn't wow me. I was just laughing like crazy with the dance scene. I thought like, it's so out of place for a horror movie. She is hitting those moves I'm like, ooh, kill him. Ooh, she can go two into uh, Dance Moms and have a, oh! you know, a season on there. Oh! She'll be trained by Abby Lee Miller. Oh! <laughs> Get thrown in jail for tax evasion. Um, but True. I'm, uh, I know it's going to do well because Blumhouse, Jason Blum, say what you want about him. I think he's kind of a genius. This man throws the least amount of money at these movies as possible. And even if they're terrible, they will make a return on profit. Mm-hmm. Because look at um, the first Paranormal Activity movie was made for like a loaf of Wonder Bread. And they made like a lot of money on it. It's like actually one of the right. highest grossing found footage movies of all time, I think. 
it is like, like I think so, I th- yeah, something like that. Yeah, but it's like this trailer. I was just laughing. I'm like, it looks so dumb. It, it looks like it giving me vibe of 2019's Child's Play when Chucky was like the smart home mm-hmm. <laughs> section. Yeah. So I'm like, right, right. I, I can't wait for it because James, like you said, I'm scared that it's January because you know the track record for January horror movies have not been good. Um, aka right. rings rings 2017. Oh, uh, right, right. Like, oh the yeah, grudge. yeah, the grudge. <laughs> Yeah, but oh. to uh, sorry, to Chris's point though, the the marketing has been good so far. I think uh, Megan got to a Twitter beef with Chucky, so I think that oh, they, they're no. obviously playing. They're playing. They're playing I on the fact that, that this is a Chucky. You know, they're playing on the fact that this is sort of a female high tech Chucky. So I think the the marketing, you know, there'll probably be some I don't know cross promotion, some sort of sort of I'm sure they'll work out some kind of financial agreement. But they are. I think they are going to know the marketing and kind of like smile i didn't i didn't i i didn't the trailers didn't sell me for smile but the marketing kind of worked worked and uh mm-hmm. yeah but I, I think the marketing will help the movie um and then with the tiktok trend you're gonna get a lot of the high you know the young crowd you don't care they're gonna go anyway so and i think smart, it's yeah, pg-13 yeah. am i yeah. correct yeah. so yeah this will be yeah, easy, yeah. It's easy, easy yeah this will easy. be an easy yeah. win for the first week from january for 2023 for blumhouse yeah. i mean that's a way to start off the year right but not yeah. on a great movie i'm sure it's gonna be <laughs> so yeah, yeah that's unfortunate so but well megan pops off and she can keep dancing now one question before we move on to the last piece of news who's playing megan would was it allison williams no okay like it, that's what i wasn't sure about uh the person that's playing megan is is uh, amy donald Okay, I I don't I'm not familiar with her unless she's a new actress. Then uh, yeah, yeah, they don't sound familiar either to me. She must have some killer dance skills into her biography or whatnot. Now, her uh, film. She's been resume. in. Uh, she's been in Sweet Tooth. Okay. And that's it, and then like the tanks done. So she's relatively new. Then all right, well, well she'll have a new face of horror. Then she might be the new face of horror, the way uh, Esther is for Orphan Kills. Yes, so, but she's actually younger, not like a grown ass woman. Yeah, that is true. Should we move on to my piece of news? Let's. Let's. All right, my dog is sneezing over here. She's like panicking that I'm not rubbing her. So, <laughs> but anyways, all right, James, have you yes. seen one of the biggest horror movies right now? biggest what is that the terrifier 2 because there is so much news with the terrifier first of all the terrifier is going to be expanding to 1000 screens for halloween weekend according to bloody disgusting yeah because right now um it says, today we celebrated the unprecedented theatrical release, a terrifying Cinderella story in which we unleashed a 130-minute slasher epic into cinemas across the country. This is according to the Bloody Disgusting website. So they're also going to be releasing the movie on a streaming, it looks like, website. I never heard of this, but Screenbox. Have you guys yeah, heard of stream? Heard. This is I like the not. other shutter. Okay. So it's going to be available to stream on Halloween. If you don't want to go out to the theater, I suggest probably going out to the theater. Because I think yes. that would be fun, kind of fun to see. But then also, if you don't want to wait to go to see it streaming or go to the theater, you can pre-order the movie. Because now what? the 
because now you could it, the film will be available in a collector's edition Blu-ray and Steelbook coming out in December, and it's going to be available in Walmart, Amazon, Best Buys. Now, James, will yes. you be seeing the Terrifier, and have you seen the original? I already seen Terrifier two. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, I seen What'd it when it had the awesome awesome movie uh there was there were a couple people that walked out so and it mm-hmm. advised people if you, if you don't know what it is definitely watch the first one to mm-hmm. see if you can handle the level of violence and gore um if you can then you definitely will love terrifier 2 if you, if you can't stomach the first one you're not gonna you're not gonna like the second one at all uh but i i enjoyed it um uh, yeah I, I enjoyed a lot actually so i definitely i actually plan on seeing it again this weekend too so i mean i was so scared of the first one like i never thought a clown would be this scary like it is it terrifier is really the terrifier like you are terrified of that effing clown it is scary the things it has in its little twisted mind like yeah. I, there's still scarring images that just play in my head sometimes that'll pop up and just be like oh my yeah. god I remember that scene what? but I haven't seen the sequel I want to see it even yeah. though I gotta like I am a little baby with the first one but Mac are you gonna see Terrifier 2 or have you seen the Terrifier Mac I have it is a repressed memory I'm not looking to reopen now because it scared the absolute shit out of me um mm-hmm. I remember when we interviewed Den Meat, he, and he said, because uh, he met the guy who played the Terrifier, he said, a super nice guy. Oh, no way. And he was said, like, yeah, they were working on a sequel. And I honestly, I forgot all about it. And I saw it, I was like, oh, damn. Because the first Terrorizer was such, like, a low-key classic movie. Because, like, it's a cult hit following. Because, like, yeah. I didn't see it. I like watched it on Netflix. I was like, what is this That's terrifying? Where I watched it. I'm like, what is this terrifying white clown movie? And it's like, apparently, you know, people are throwing up, passing out in the theaters. Like, like Jesus, like if you have that effect, and when I think when your movie gets the stamp of approval by Stephen King, that means everyone's gonna check it out. So I'm probably gonna watch it. Did not, Stephen not... King get that stamp stamp of approval? He said he liked it. He did. Yeah. He really? It. Okay. Well, yeah. Steve, it's Stephen King. What do you expect? But then again, he approves a lot of movies, though. Yeah. That's like. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'll probably check it out when it comes out in the. Right. Shutter or anything, whatever is going to come on. Screenbox. Screenbox. Screenbox, if you want to check it out through there, or you can pick it up to add to your film collection. I'm surprised it's not going to Shutter right away. That Screenbox had to play a lot of money for it, though. But anyways, Mac, yeah. what's your next piece of news? All right, so it's not horror movie related, but I figured why not talk about it because it's going to be big news. Um, So literally just today, uh, DC... Finally got some new heads in the, the, the t- they're new people in charge in their DC studios right. because if mm-hmm. any of you know the DCU, it's had no creative direction because they lacked that Kevin Feige figure. So DC said, All right, bet we're gonna have two. So James Gunn and Peter Safran are gonna be the leaders of the film, TV, and animation division of DC. So this comes after um because Peter Saffron, I think he produ- he helped produce uh, Shazam, which I love Shazam. I thought Shazam mm-hmm. was like one yep, of the better. Yep, yep. And then James Gunn, you know, coming from Marvel, doing one more Marvel movie, and then he did Peacemaker and he's done Suicide Squad. So this really marks the end of James Gunn with Marvel and him with DC. So 
guys, how do you feel this will impact DC? Do you really feel like that they're having a vision now? Especially, um, I saw Black Adam yesterday, and I thought that was actually a fun. It was an okay movie, and I feel like it's a good movie for them to start off for this new era of DC for actually a focused vision. There's no one on this planet that can stop me. Be prepared. This is going to be fun. You have no idea. Black Adam. Experienced in IMAX October 21st. I, I think the the firing of James Gunn the Marvel, that was the best thing that ever happened to him. Uh he probably wouldn't have got all wouldn't got all these opportunities. Uh so uh good job, James Gunn. And I, I think this is brilliant news. I love love Suicide Squad, love Peacemaker, uh, Peacemaker. So I love what he's been doing with the DCU in terms of going forward. I was not a fan of Black Adam, but I, I have usually been a fan of all the DC movies, but Black Adam was L for me, but I think, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to what, what they can do. I mean, who just, the, the opportunities are endless now, you know, what they can do, and uh, have, especially since James Gunn was in Marvel, yeah, he, he has, he he knows kind of, you know, what what people, what, what we want to see, and uh, if he has more creative control, hopefully he could tell, uh, bring unique stories to the, to the screen, whether it's movies or TV. I'm really excited. So this is wonderful, excellent news. We all win too, as as film fans. We all win too. So we need to stop this DC versus Marvel. This is great news for all of us. So, mm-hmm. and I have to agree what you said. Uh, it is a major win. I mean, James Gunn is so beloved. I yeah. haven't really found a movies where uh, where I really disliked his work in. Like, but everything else, I feel like when he touches with the superhero franchises especially with guardians of the galaxy even what he did with the suicide squad which was outstanding they want that fun and hopefulness that has a bright future ahead i mean marvel is unfortunately going through a huge slump at the moment and james gunn has two projects he's working on that he's finished up and they're going to be released very very soon you know the holiday special looks for the guardians looks phenomenal because the trailer as we're recording dropped today and then we got guardians 3 which is going to be you know the epic conclusion and james gunn's going to be closing the chapter with marvel with his life and now he has i could see like huge vision and plans for dc i i I love what he's going to be hopefully doing with everything and especially what he has done with peacemaker and the Suicide Squad, and then he's, you know, he's one of the producers of the Harley Quinn show, so he's got a lot of creative stuff going on, and he's just a unique, funny personality, and he just, like, loves film, and I'm ready to see what he's going to bring to the table for the rest of DC, because, because you know what we saw with Zack Snyder, and it's, it didn't really work, which is unfortunate, but, you know, it's Zack Snyder, he's not, he's not what, you know, where marvel is more beloved and i think that's what dc wants and this is a good step forward for everything congratulations james yeah well i can't wait (laughs) yeah (laughs) we got james shaw he's the real news james yes james gunn was the figurehead yes yes james gunn i I, I just i don't just kidding (laughs) but um with the first i guess i'll ask this too um what projects are you hoping to see from this new co like what direction do you see especially after black adam with its uh interesting mid-credit scene uh like i saw i saw the mid-credit scene and i was pretty pleased with it even though i didn't see the new film yet (laughs) 
But do you think, what do you want to see from this new era of DC Studios? Uh, I definitely want to see them bring in uh, more more characters that we haven't seen before, you know, like the Lobos and stuff like that, which I believe we can do. And the, the fact that they had, we had the Batman, which I think is one of the best cop movies, I would love to see sort of d- darker stories like that. I would love to see a Superman-type story like that. Don't be connected to anything. Sort of do these um, darker characters. Uh, but yeah, definitely just bring in new characters that we, besides, you know, the Aquaman and Flash, we all know that. Hopefully we get a great Green Lantern project. There's a lot you can do, you know, with Green Lantern. I know they had that show, supposedly, but I would love to see different characters and definitely keep on the, not everything needs to be connected, like the Joker and the Batmans definitely keep keep stuff up like that. I think they if they can do that and uh, it's man, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome to, to see. But definitely new characters are different, are, and also different stories for characters we previously know is probably the what I'm most excited for. I just hope we can get introduced to new heroes that I'm not really familiar with, you know, because there were so many you know unique heroes, you know, you know what like Sylvester Stallone. What was the character? What was it? What's his name? Bruce. What's his name? I don't know. Forgot. Shark Boy. King Shark. Shark. King Shark. King Shark. Like I want new characters that make me like say like, oh, I never heard of this guy before because like DC is so huge that I want them to bring like the unsung heroes that are like so beloved, and I want to get invested with these new characters. So anything is up for game for me. Well, you know James Gunn. He's gonna bringing a lot of characters that we thought so i wouldn't be surprised if a plastic man movie or tv series might be in the works so that plastic seems like man does he uh, help what well, who is it that's plastic man you know the one that stretches all that he's like I thought you said, did you say plastic man yeah oh yeah. i was like does he like reduce reuse recycle no <laughs> oh my god that was such a mom joke get out of here um but i hope he brings him in there is one character that's like such a nerd like I'm in like, I remember I had a book I used to write from the library. It was like DC, like encyclopedia. So he's like Harry hero character. And one of the characters in there that I want to see in a movie is uh, Chemo. Who's he? Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, hold up a second. You get to the next story, um, uh, Kristen. I will bring up Chemo real quick. Okay, let's kick it off because now we have another film that's going to be uh in development from uh warner brothers this is chemo my hero oh i yeah. know who he is now i want I che- we need chemo in a dc movie like if we can bring starro as a villain in suicide squad why can't we have chemo i mean or chemo chemo, chemo. <laughs> he seems yeah. kind of fun He's a he's a villain. He's the metal man uh, villain, but I, I feel like it'd be yeah. interesting. Imagine but... if he gets added to the Suicide Squad. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. Yeah, that, yeah, be all, yeah. <laughs> it would be ridiculous, but it would be a lot of fun though. The look from just by the look of him, who would play him though? It has to be like Alan Tudyk. Yes, yes, that sounds like a perfect. Yep, perfect match. I think. All right, there you go, James Gunn. We gave you a free idea. That'll be 50 bucks. All right, Kristen, what is the um one uh movie you were talking about? Okay, so um Warner Brothers is going to be developing a conjuring for the Joe Blow News. The conjuring universe has proven to be 
unexceptionally successful for New Line Cinema, so this has no surprise that the studio is getting the ball rolling with Conjuring 4. Uh, Hollywood Reporter uh, reported that David Laisley Johnson McGorrick will write the script for Conjuring 4. The writer is no stranger to the franchise as he also wrote the uh, Conjuring 2 and The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. James Wan and Peter Safran are set to return to produce and it's expected that Patrick Wilson via Vera Farmiga will reprise their roles in the paranormal investigators Ed and Laureen Warren. Although no deals have been made, Wilson and Farmiga have appeared in the three main movies in the franchise as well as Annabella Comes Home and the the writer of the film uh, David, as I mentioned earlier, co-wrote the script to Aquaman and the upcoming sequel, Aquaman and the Lost City. And he was also recently revealed that he had written a draft for a sequel to The Flash for Warner Brothers. So, on a different note, are you guys excited for a Conjuring 4? And do you want to see more of the adventures of Ed and Laureen? James. I do not. I'm. I'm done with You're these. Done? They need to stop. They need to stop. Um, yeah. They need to stop. They need to. They, no! The second one. The second. The second one was cool. Second one, I think, was with the like the little girl. Like they kind of went uh, uh overseas, right? Not overseas, but uh, to different country, right? In the second yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought That's... that one was good. The last one was yeah. They, they just let just let it go. Just just move on to something else, please, please. Um, I, I mean, at least you, at least you got familiar faces coming back in terms of like the right directing and uh, stuff like that. But I'm just I'm just over these movies, so I'm not not excited. But yeah. of course, I'll be there. <laughs> but yeah, I agree because they've been like doing this. They've been kind of writing off the Conjuring for like a damn near decade now because they keep saying like, yeah, we're gonna have one big like epic Avengers crossover movie. We're gonna combine all the elements of it. And like to be honest, any horror movie yeah. now, it's like they can be like, hey, this is in the Conjuring because. I feel like some of the movies they do out of the country, like Annabelle and like the nun, the nun, that's what's getting a sequel. Oh god! Um, yeah. It's like they're like it's in the it's in the Conjuring universe. I'm like, what is this universe? Like, what are they building in this universe? It just sounds right. Like, and uh, I didn't like the last one that came out either. It was felt a little dumb. The, the last one was kind of a slight disappointment. Like, I enjoyed it with you know Vera Farmiga and you know performances are great in that film, but. The whole story of the new the last one wasn't as thrilling as I was hoping it would be. Yeah. They invest me like I was like the first two did. Like the first two, I think, are just so great when it comes to horror and like especially for ghost stories because it's for go for me ghost stories are very hard for me to get into. Mm-hmm. And with them and the way James Wan built the whole world of the Conjuring, it was so neat. And then the last one was such a dud, kind of. And I'm just like, well, I mean, Vera for I'll me, I'll watch it. I mean, Vera and Patrick, I like them. They're great actors. And I love yes. Patrick. It's just, it's just, I'm like, are you guys really like, what contract do you sign? You stuck with these movies? You got well, at a point, you got to be right. sick of doing this, right? Right. Well, are you but guys we'll gonna? Be- Oh, go ahead. Go- yeah, Sorry. Same. Yeah, same. Like one of my biggest, I guess not biggest issue, but the last one was I seen. Uh, I watched the documentary about this that particular case, and the documentary is so much better. They seem like they they left out a lot, which I understand. You're trying to make it a movie, so you're trying to make it all you know spectacular. But the the the, the it's on Discovery Plus. It's a great documentary which covers this this, this real case and uh that because i was so familiar with that that's kind of why i was such a letdown too i expected uh good elements i've seen from that to really be in mm-hmm. there but of course they hollywoodized it and it was like ah kind of kind of a letdown so yeah. 
Well, I haven't seen it, but I'm gonna check that out. With yeah. the, uh, what what was the documentary called? Was it? Uh, it's actually called "Don't Make Me Do It." Actually, so okay, I'm gonna watch that then. Yeah, yeah, um, so, yeah. You get good perspective about what really kind of happened. Yeah. Now, um, this is like the other uh, franchise that Patrick Wilson is a part of, but the Insidious movies. He's part of that, and he's gonna be directing uh... that. Are you guys gonna watch that too? Because I I'm excited to see what he's gonna be directing for that. That's the one he like sleep jumps or something, right? Is that the one? And it's, that's the it's usual the one. The right? one with the little boy, right? You okay, can see like... ghosts or something. Like I don't remember. I didn't see right. the recent one. I remember the first one, and the second one was awful. Right. I think they. I think they do Dreamwalker or some shit like that, right? That was yeah. Okay. Matthew, uh, no. Yeah, Insidious. that's what they. They sleep right, and they they can protect themselves. They're sleeping. Is that right, Mac? I'm trying to. I don't I, remember. I, I honestly know. Okay. I, I lost. Okay. I lost <laughs> my. I lost the feeling for these to these movies. Like the first one. Yeah. Was and I'm like, dude, like all these horror movies, I'm sick of. Can we get like something? Because it's like, is Insidious four? Like four? Like what was the last yeah. one? It was it twenty five? Five. Yeah, the last key, right? The last key, yeah. Yeah, Insidious, uh, the last key. The Insidious. only part I remember about Insidious, the last key was like the trailer when the girl had like the guy of the finger like went down her throat, like shut up. I was like, I oh, I don't even think Patrick Wilson is even in the new. No. Oh yeah, he is. He is. Never he mind. Is. Yeah, he, he is. I, yeah. I, I was like the ca- the cast wasn't coming up right away, but uh, and the new Insidious it's gonna be Lynchaw, Lo- Rose Byrne, uh, Ty Simpkins, of course Patrick Wilson, and yeah, they. Ty Simpkins is the original kid, which I didn't realize until recently. And I was just like, oh, okay. Now his eye boy has grown up. And like I said, I, I don't know. I'll watch. And the thing with the I hate about it too is that like they make money because you're like, oh, it's a, it's Mark, it's a name brand at this point. So it's whatever. People like to get spooked too. That's the other thing. Everybody loves a good scare. That's the only thing. But. That's up to judgment of like how good your scare level is. But anyways, Max, should we hop into the uh the universe of Rob Zombie and discuss the monsters as we wrap up the news? Yeah. If you have any if you have any news, you can leave it down in the comments below. Send it to our email, the MK Productions Podcast at gmail.com. But anyway, let's get into the part one of our topic and talk about Rob Zombies the Monsters. So part one of our double topic today, we're going to be discussing Rob Zombie and his 2022 film, The Monsters, which was written, produced, and directed by him. And it stars Sherry Moon, Jeff Daniel Phillips, Daniel Roebuck, Richard Brake, Jorge Garcia, Sylvester McCoy, Crafton Shell, and Cassandra Peterson, a.k.a. Elvira, is based on the 1960s family sitcom of the same name and takes place prior to the events of the series and is an origin story for the characters. So... First, it is uh, out on digital Blu-ray and available to stream on Netflix. Um, 
firstly, I will ask, uh, James, Kristen, have you watched any of the monsters growing up? I didn't really watch until I got to college until like my professor was like, Oh, we're gonna watch some episodes of the monsters. And I said, Okay. That was my yeah. that was my introduction of the monsters. I knew of it, but I just didn't watch it until I got to college. Yeah, same here. I knew of them. I, I just know Elvira, that's it. I, I wasn't really I don't know, it wasn't really my thing. So I just never really kind of got into it. But I knew I I knew of them, it just wasn't wasn't my thing. Try watching it. It's like, oh nah, I'm good. But yeah, yeah, Rob Zombie, I guess he was a fan of it growing up. And he's like, I want to make this a movie, but apparently he didn't. He wanted to do that before he did House of a Thousand Corpses. So he did three movies or four or five movies first. And then he's like, all right, it's time to do the monsters. And this is such a very out of left field type of movie for him to do because, you know, Rob Zombie is like rated R, hard grunge rock movies, you know, watch any of He's the rock guy who goes on tour and is like Alice Cooper, but worse, I think. But but seeing this as like this family friendly movie is just so, so out of left field. (laughs) I'm like, who? It doesn't seem like him the way the whole film is. Are you a fan of Rob Zombie for both? James and Mac, are you guys fans of him? I like Rob Zombie because he's a Massachusetts boy. Ah, I see. I like some of his music. I'll say. Uh, for me, uh, it's it's hit and miss for me. Um, I don't know. It's I, I you know, funny talking about Halloween. We talked about this before, but I actually like this Halloween movie. Um, but other than that, yeah, you kind of get the same type of stuff. I'm not really, uh, not really one of my favorites, kind of you know, directors, but uh. That's interesting to think about the the monsters, though. I didn't realize that it's uh, so, like, if I guess it's PG, then right, because it's family friendly. I, I might have to watch it just because, just to see how that looks. <laughs> so, yeah. for him. So, oh, it's so family uh, friendly. Uh, it's so left field. Nah. It's like rated G almost. I feel like. <laughs> Do you know how long it this movie took me to watch? Uh, how long? Two days. <laughs> I literally had to split this up because I, I just couldn't stand the pacing for this film. Because one thing I don't think Rob Zombie is good at is the pacing what? of films. Like, he doesn't know how to keep the story flowing. Like, oh my gosh, it was watching paint dry a couple times. Like, I was like, all right, where are we going with this? How uh, we're going to get to the destination. And this film is like almost like two hours long for a family film. Oh I feel like God. this yeah. this film did not need to be two hours long. And we just go on this long tale of an adventure, you know, just from the dating, the marriage, the honeymoon, the moving out. It's like the whole thing, like the origin of the monster, the monsters. And I'm just like, oh, my God, we're really going there. We're really going there. Well, to make it like an origin story, you kind of have to go through it. But it's like you can watch any of his films, even like his good ones like uh devil's rejects which i think is really like good probably his best film um he has a terrible issue with pacing because he'll put scenes where like was that really necessary for the plot and like Mm -hmm. but like oh it actually matters for later in the movie or like yeah like he needs to know how to trim the fat off this movie that's the best way to put it yeah i need to see like i felt like this is way too long this should have been like a 90 minute netflix movie and you know because i remember the stage I went through with the monsters. I first saw, hey, Rob Zombie's doing the monsters. My immediate thought was, oh, it's gonna be rated R. Let's go. And it's like, oh, it's a family movie. Oh, and then the trailer came out. Everyone said it. People were talking about the trailer for good or bad, and the movie came out, and I have not heard good things about it. 
No, I didn't hear good things about it. I wasn't going to watch it until we talked about it for the show. And I was like, all right, I'll watch it for the show. But uh, it maybe that was a mistake. Well, the thing, the only reason is that I watched it because, like I mentioned before, my mother is a huge fan of the Monsters. And hearing her talk about it, it's just, it broke my heart. I was like, oh my Aww. God. Like this poor lady has to see something she loved as a kid get shot on by Rob Zombie. Thanks a Aww. lot. <laughs> did you have a, did she have a favorite character growing up? Herman. Oh well, yeah, Herman. Yeah, it makes sense. Herman has would bring most of the laughs. I just thought the dad was really annoying for this. Well, who was it? Wait, what's his name? The dad was Phyllis uh, Phillips. Is it Phillips? Uh, count no, the count. Yeah, that's uh Daniel Roebuck. Yeah, like I wasn't sure. Um, oh, I was I was saying Phillips because it's Jeff Daniel Phillips. I was reading the whole page wrong. Whoops. Um. But anyways, yeah, I just was not expecting to see half the same people that he was using for this his whole films. But I think the performance always ex- I drew- always expect his wife in these movies. She's yep. in front center. I think though his wife plays the Lily Monster. I think perfectly yes. to a T. Like she does a really good job at that. But everything else, I just couldn't get behind. Like the like everything felt. Like, it was made for a TV movie, but I guess that's what they were going for. Like, the whole film knew what it was going for, mm-hmm. but the, it just lacked substance, I think, with the, especially for the script. So, and it's, I don't think it's as entertaining, even though it has, like, a lot of, like, silly elements for, like, young kids. But there's some stuff I feel like kids wouldn't find it funny as, like, you know, it's because it's so left feet not left field but it's like outdated for its humor lowbrow yeah well, let me ask you guys a, let me ask a question you guys both seen it uh do you think uh a different you know director would better suit it, or you think this whole idea just was was a poor like was not a good idea like what do you think different director could have done something different or or I, what i think that's a good question because then this brings up the idea of like that that adams family movie that came out a while ago with the sequel right. with charlie uh-huh. Theron and oscar isaac you know like they yeah. were like able to do something with that were those films initially good no but i feel like kids were able to get into that now i don't have young kids or i don't babysit anymore where kids would like like this so i can't say if a child would like it but like kids i sat for liked the Adams family and that was like you know adapted from an old tv show but then yet that was a cartoon maybe who knows if this needed to be animated and another director should have came in like the guy who done no hotel transylvania i think him what he would have been great or somebody who works on uh the teen titans film the teen titans tv show oh yeah Um, right right okay i think that would have been great like if they knew the material it's clear that rob zombie knew the material and studied it and knows it but i think what he delivered is just zero style like he like i said the style is there just like the script or the spark is not there i was gonna say like i think maybe a better director but the thing is it's like the monsters is it's well known, but I want to say it's like mainstream. It's like no, you know, yeah. so like I guess it was good to have someone who's actually like grew up watching it because it could have easily been like Uwe Ball do it. He doesn't even know who it is, like and just do like 
a random like movie that has the characters but like I, this movie i feel like he tried at least something different it's just this style of movie is just not him like we all know what type of movies he does and like hearing him doing a family movie like this you're just like like i don't know maybe because at first I'm like is this gonna be released in theaters and like this kind of does feel like a straight to dvd movie and I think that's what he goes typically goes for straight to DVD movies because I feel like the last few movies that he tried to make, you know, the ones with the blood and guts, they released, but they weren't like crazy performance wise successful. You know, I feel like most of them didn't mm-hmm. excel in ways that lo- most studios expected to, to go. But I don't know. I think Rob Zombie is such a cult like director, and I think the DVD route was the safest route, and I since it knows that it's very lowbrow because of that so it's kind of sad because they could have done a lot with this film especially a little bit more with its casting but then again with the budget you don't know I I don't think whoever put this out I think it who was who released it under the title not Netflix because it Netflix was able to grab the rights to it. Um, that would be Universal uh, one, 1440 Univ- and Spook Show International. Uh, yeah, so Universal didn't give them a lot of money for it. They, they knew this was going to be a, an iffy road, so I, I think they were just going on a safe route. But yeah. Um, who do you think would have played a better uh, maybe Count or Herman? Anyone. Anyone? <laughs> like it's all, like anyone i know um like it's just i i didn't believe anyone as like these me i don't because it's hard it's hard for me to see these characters because honestly i think the monsters probably should have gone the adams family route and just be animated so you do a lot more you'd be a little bit more silly with the tumor and i feel like it would get away a little bit more yeah. with the kids and stuff because uh especially with some of the things that they do and especially in the beginning like with the date scene you know like the way the best date scene that I saw like in an animated film is like if you saw the Despicable Me Too, the blind date. You, yeah. Do you guys see that? Where yeah, he yeah, was yeah. on the date. Like that would have right. been like a scene like that. Like that happens in the Monsters film. Okay. Very beginning. They could have played this up really, really well because they try to capture it to grab a young audience plus a newer audience older audience that you know is in the dating world and they go out on blind dates so there could have been a lot of stuff they could have played around with if it was animated so i just they they really could have gone back or just to a drawing board and say wait let's try this and i feel like it would have done well if they were able to like release it theatrically if that was the case too if they made it animated yeah and like i said rob zombie probably should have done he could have been a producer like not right yeah, i mean why not he could have been a supervising producer and like you know giving his thoughts on some of the screenwriting notes or something and been like oh like bring in somebody who's like also passionate about the like you know the whole thing and been like oh is this right because is this wrong should we have this and then he clearly wrote the film and he would they could just be like no try to add this and yeah it's it, it's kind of disappointing though for what you know hey, how he took it cassandra peterson though was fine and dandy <laughs> but uh but that oh yeah me. and uh george garcia uh what's his name from lost is in it 
he needs money. Those lost checks aren't as big as they used to be, but um oh, that, no. that, that brings the question. Um, what are your guys' uh what do you guys think about Rob Zombie overall's director? Did you like uh, his Halloween movies from 2007 and 2009? Yeah, I, I think he did what two or three, right? From the stuff from there's been so many. Holidays. He did a I did confused. H2O, did, right? Is that his? No, he did uh the one in 2007, oh. which was like a direct, like kind of remake of the original one, and then he did his own sequel in 2009. That was the one where that he made him talk, right? Yes. Oh, I hated that. Yeah, I, th- I think the okay. I, I probably get confused. I know, I know. I think I, leave, I know at least probably like the first. One. I'm getting there's so many Halloweens. I get confused with who made what, but I know at least the the, the original one. I probably like not what he talked. Definitely not because I'm like that's weird. But yeah, I like definitely like the I think the 2007 you said right. Yes, um, that one's probably mm-hmm. at least what I remember. I might be I might be mixing that's the Halloweens one. together. <laughs> so, that's the one. <laughs> That's the one where he killed Junie in the beginning. Uh, Mike Young, oh, Michael. Junie. It's like Junie okay. Cortez. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. This is so many of these that get so confused about which is which, who who did what, what it are so close together. There's so many like every two or three years they just keep uh. The, Michael Myers things, never so. dies. Evil never dies. Is like what they say in those films. Yeah. Well, I guess that's true. Just gets remade, huh? Reborn. <laughs> that is. Evil's reborn. Should we Evil talk about tonight? Should we talk about the other movie now? Yes, let's hop into it. It's Halloween. We're gonna have a good time tonight. It's time to put the boogeyman to bed. Warning, spoilers for Halloween ends incoming. Um, so this takes place four years of the events of Halloween uh kills, and uh it's a Halloween movie. That's the way we we can spoil it. I don't give a shit. No one watches <laughs> like I'm trying to figure out how to say it, but yeah. So pretty much what happens is this this new kid in town named Corey. Something happens where he killed the kid in the beginning of the movie. Well, the kid accidentally here's the thing. It's accident. Accident. But to be honest, my opinion. Kid kind of had it coming. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. When I saw that kid, I was like, "See, I'm, I'm glad I'm raised in a black household. I cannot be." Oh I yeah, no. Be my mom would have been, my mom would have been accidentally killing me. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, oh, <laughs> Should have said, "I was no accident. Jay fucked up. I killed him. Yep, I did it." You know? <laughs> so, yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. Oh yeah. my god! Hey, I'll be hey, hey, Matt knows. I'll be honest. Yeah, you know, back no, no. But um, so that happens at the beginning of the movie, and um, it's four year time jump, and Corey's kind of like the black sheep of the town. He's like, oh, you're that kid killer, yada yada. So then Lori is, Lori is making a book about her adventures and what's the bookyman, and then Allison is working at a veterinary vet a doctor's office, and like. Corey and Jamie me and she's like let me hook you up with my granddaughter and then like she's like I see evil in his eyes I don't know if he's bad or not and then they find out Michael Myers is alive in the sewers and uh, adventures ensue where Corey becomes just two-faced and uh gets adopted by Michael Myers this is a, all happens in the movie I'm not joking I'm not like I'm not joking I'm dead serious um 
he becomes Two-Face and Michael Myers adopts him. They go on a rampage and at the end, uh, we get the trailer. The ending is just the trailer of the movie. The hmm. fuck are you talking about? Hmm. The fuck are you talking about? That's, that's yeah, that, I guess that's the best <laughs> way to explain it. Um, um, so the opening scene with the kid, I was the loudest person that laughed. In the oh my god! Yeah, yes. I was. It I was. was I was. So I was, funny. I was out on my date with my girl, and um, yeah, she looked. That was not a good first impression. <laughs> She's like this kid. She was laughing too. So I was like, No, she'd be like, Why is this kid laughing at a murder? Because <laughs> like the way it happened, you wouldn't expect because you thought, oh, Michael's gonna pop up behind him in the attic. No, kid just freaking swanton bombs at the freaking bottom of like ah, my baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you know what it was like? If you take a water bottle, if you take a water balloon and you smash it all the way down, then that's how the kid's blood just goes everywhere. My question is, how close was he to the door, and how hard did he get pushed open for him to be like, ah, 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 yes. ah, yeah. I would love oh, to man. see that happen. Like, oh god, like the math, the metric set of like how close was the kid, and how powerful was that? Uh, what's his name? Corey. I want to call him Chad, but his name's Corey. But don't ask me why I want to call him Chad, but. <laughs> What? Oh my gosh. But James, you were very vocal about how you felt about Halloween ends. Uh give the people of our podcast like what did you think about this movie? Because we know what you think about it, but let's hear it. Alright. <coughs> all right. First off, I don't I don't like being lied to, okay? I, I think we're all lied to. You kept saying, oh, Michael versus Laurie in a final showdown. Corey was nowhere in the trailer, nowhere in the poster, okay? And so I expected Michael Myers and Laurie, right? That, that That's what I was given. That's what I was promised, okay? It started off, okay, cool. Look, kid died, like, this is pretty cool. Uh, the love story, I was sitting with my friend Tyler. I, I was at a screening, early screening for it. No, all of us were bored out of our mind. And we kept looking at each other like, what the, what is this movie? The dialogue was cringy as fuck. They kept saying face fucking. I don't know what, I don't know what, they, what, what was going on during that movie. Uh, and I don't understand how Michael just chilling in the sewer. Like, what's to do besides getting these people? I guess I didn't see the McDonald's. I guess he's like Ubering or something, McDonald's or something like that. Uh, but I was like, you got you got to be kidding me, man. That, that love story. Uh, I, I, I owe Halloween Kills apology. Um, I, thought was, I, thought, I thought that movie was bad. At least Michael Myers, at least these things did shit. You know, uh, this movie was just a waste of everybody's time. Um, I think they had one movie in mind, the first, the whole 2018. They just said, you know what, we need to stretch this thing out uh, for three. It needed to be three movies. This could be two movies, and mm-hmm. uh, and called it called it a day. Uh, yeah, I just I I hated hated this movie uh, with a passion. This yeah, I didn't like this movie. Oh man, just think about it gives me a headache. But yeah, this is my big my big issues. I just had so many issues. I, to to its credit, to its you know I didn't like it. To its credit, I I, I like the idea, right? So mm-hmm. having having sort of this you know this um you know Corey character and how the how pretty much the community now has sort of made him Michael Myers essentially. Yep. Uh, I, I so that's probably why it's also frustrating. Is I I kind of see where they're going. I just think the whole love triangle and Alice not be a damn shame. She never asked for you over here. Lori's been protecting your ass all these years, right? And you're gonna go leave. Oh, I'm gonna skip town. Go with this guy you just met. Ah, he's sipping hard for it. Corey. Just like, had it. Just start. happened so quickly. Yeah, she's yeah, like, well, I, I need that. that. I need that guy. Yeah. Like that was the quickest love story in the, in the, in the history. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, so I, I I understand what they're trying to do. I just I just wish it said the the love angle didn't work, but I understand how you, how the city, how the community made him. I'm like, oh, they, I wish they would have focused on that, but nope, we got a bunch of bullshit. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I have to agree. I I I have well, I'll say this. I think kills is definitely worse than ends. I will say that kills is well, just. I felt like an S show and i hated it this one i felt like i was watching two different films hey, at least with kills it was funny this was just boring this no i i didn't think ends was that boring was because boring. i was kind of invested enough with this character Corey, and he became the new idea of michael and going on this journey with him and then this idea of <laughs> like just go with me here this like evil like still presence exists and it lives on in this Corey kid and with his journey and the allison angle didn't really work for me at times i think it just like what would have been interesting is if like the relationship didn't work out and he became like this psycho stalker like how michael kind of became and he was really really in love with Allison. Allison. I wanted to call Allison. her uh, by her stage name, but um He's from Fairfield, Massachusetts, by the way. Oh no way. Yep, a lot of Massachusetts people in movies now. Not good movies, but you know. No, oh no. But um yeah, I just I think the kid who plays Corey is good. I just think we were I felt we were all like backhanded sl- slapped because we were all expecting this epic showdown between Laurie Strode and Michael and we didn't get that because I found that these like very comical ending with the refrigerator the hand stabbing to the knife and all this stuff what Laurie goes through to beat down an old Michael Myers was just hilarious I just found that to be really really funny the delivery of the last 15 minutes is just laughable and just the way how michael myers dies is just really funny and how they just basically all come together and just take his body to a wood chopper and just put his body in a wood chopper and just blood and body parts and guts go everywhere it's just laughable i thought it was really funny at the end i hated it that was so dumb i was like literally... it was dumb but i was laughing because it's just so ridiculous it's like the joke that he doesn't die this man ripped his hand off the knife the choker I'm like this man does not stop <laughs> after getting his throat slit too it took him to, like a wrist slit and he's dead i just can't believe yeah. he was living under a sewer for that long that man was for just four chilling. years how he was like he's an old indestructible man how and nobody could have find him i was just like baffled and then somehow Corey finds him he He found Corey. oh yeah Yeah, he's like son my son you need my my unborn my my unborn son it's you let me take you under my wing let me show you my man killing ways and then uh, um, I was I thought that was dumb like the fact that like at a point in the movie Corey and Michael become like partners like since when the hell does Michael Myers have a partner 
He would have snapped this kid's neck. Well, it's meant to, I think the way that they saw it was taking him under his light and doing, he was doing Michael's work for him. Michael's like, I don't need this damn skinny kid. I'm about to kill him myself. He's old. <laughs> he's like, no, because you saw him at the beginning of the movie when he first found him. He was like, oh. Uh, but he got the stab. He's like, keep stabbing him. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and then like, okay, the one scene I want you guys to ask you about the scene when they went to the house to kill the doctor and his girl. Please tell me you thought when Corey was on the bike that Michael was gonna be on the back of the bike because I thought for a second, <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh, I did. Like, did Michael get yeah. there? I, I did think that, yeah. I was like, yeah, Michael's probably going to be riding the bike. and but Michael he walked. He wasn't. He, like he always does. He walked, but yet he still catches that. He's right where he needs to be at the right time. Uh, I guess he's the most in-shape person. Uh, we all, you know, more he's... than all of us. But uh, uh, That was so funny. I'm like, I just want to see Michael like this. <laughs> the, wind in his hair, the wind in his hair <laughs> and just a knife him just walking around with a knife just holding it around just waiting but yeah oh, es- essentially, essentially Halloween ends is just two different movies because first half is like a romantic odd couple movie and then like the second half is like Halloween they're like oh yeah we, this is a Halloween movie let's end it did you guys think it was kind of strange in the scene where that Corey went back to the house where they uh the kid died and he falls asleep in the kid's stained blood floor. Did you think that was weird? That was funny. I was like, what the hell? And then yeah, he dreams that, that... of Lori. I was like, my God. I thought yeah. that that was like, that wasn't blood. I thought like he made a dent when he fell. Like, damn, he fell that hard? <laughs> right, right. I yeah. thought that was a crater. <laughs> and then wow. the scene, I mean, here's the other thing too. The kid doesn't like Halloween, and I like the one thing I kind of did like the fact that he's like embracing Michael Myers in his own sense because the kid grows to own, wear his own mask. That then shitty clown mask. Then he steals Michael's right. mask. Like you don't need to. Oh shit! He's like you don't need this old man. I was like, and then he just my- steals it, and then he walks <laughs> around, and then the old Michael Myers is walking around looking for his own mask. Then he comes in the house after like. Like Lori shot Corey, and like, oh wait a minute, okay, should we talk about the last scene with Corey and Lori? Because yeah, you, okay, yeah, so yeah. We're, we're already spoiling it. You want yeah, to spoil it? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I was asking like, should we get to that part? Because it was pretty funny. So it was like Lori and Allison, and they had a fight. Allison left. She's looking for Corey, and you we see Lori all sad and everything, and like it's like I want to report a suicide, and she had, like a pistol, and then obviously you can tell she she shot the pumpkin, not herself. And like Corey opens right. the door, and she's like, did you really think I was gonna kill myself? And then she shot him. Like, was that a joke at the audience? Like. Like you guys thought I was gonna kill myself. It's still my movie, and then like, yeah, yeah. Corey, this is still my movie, regardless of what y'all think. Then Corey, yeah, I'm looking the paycheck. Yeah, I'm on the poster. <laughs> then Corey uh, got shot. He fell on the stairs, and Alice is like, he's like, if I can't have her, you know, what is it? If I can't have her, no one can. He like stabs himself in the neck, and then she, walk, of course, he does a cliche. Character walks in, is like, what did you do? Oh, uh, yeah, classic, right? Uh, classic, and then classic. she forgives him, she forgives Lori, like the the, the granddaughter. She's like, All right, okay, grandma, I didn't, I didn't think that you really killed him, but okay, just suck it up, okay. Then and Michael, then, then Michael came in, like, Hey, Lori, I forgot my mask, all right, later, yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> You gotta die, Michael. Like, here's the thing, I didn't feel like Jamie Lee Curtis 
didn't feel like an actual character for this film. Like she wasn't, she didn't become like essential until like the very end. That's how right. I feel. And then there's just other characters that just pop up. Did you guys were expecting to see Brian Tyler Henry just pop up out of nowhere? No, yes, no, yes. no. Was it not, Bri- no, Brian Tyler? No, Omar no, Dorsey. Uh, Omar Dorsey. I always thought it was Brian Tyler Henry in the role, but it wasn't. Right? I almost said, wait, he's not in this. <laughs> I like how they went through callbacks with the one lady from the last movie. You got stabbed with the light suit. I'm like, oh, you lived? Yeah, honestly, right, I'm surprised right, she yeah. lived. Yeah. And then I like it how Jamie Lee Curtis is like standing here and she and the woman's like, do you know who my mother is? And I was, she's like, no. Like, do you expect her to know she didn't kill her? Right. She, yeah. it's, your, it's it's the other guy. It's not her fault. Why, why are you yeah. having this conversation with Yeah. Like I said, all, all those people, oh, Lori, okay? I don't know why you're mad. You shouldn't have the people Halloween kills who 50 people who couldn't kill Michael, okay? The firefighters who let, who let the house burn down when there's a serial killer. So that's who she's mad at. Lori's the only one who, in the last movie who's actually doing Lori's something. Lori's just got this bad look of like, yeah, yeah. everybody's just like throwing poop on me and... Like, damn, I'm really going to be in Borderlands. Like, let's do this shit first. Yeah, yeah. honestly. <laughs> all right, so... Here's the one thing, because a lot of people were, you know, slamming the ending, and the director came out in defense of the film and how it didn't focus on, like, Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. He explains why. Okay, according to Movie Maker, he says, we had decided how we wanted to wrap up these characters and how do we want to make it not just a nice, neat bow on a franchise. Honestly, we never once considered making a Laurie, Michael and Laurie movie. The concept that it should be a final showdown type brawl that never seemed to cross our minds. I wanted it to see where it could go. I wanted one to win and one to die. But we were always more ambitious with that. So that's basically saying, yeah, we didn't have enough ideas to make a full like link movie about it. So we had to shoehorn some stuff in it to get to that scene. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. like. Yeah, like I said, I, I read that. But here's we the thing. We could okay. have other stuff yeah. go on and it's just... Yeah, give everybody well, the ending that they want that leads right. to nothing. Right. So, like, so I get all that, but why? Why the marketing? Why don't you put Halloween in as a love story? Right. Why don't you? Why don't you ref? Why don't you preface it in the marketing that it was a love story? Right. If you're, you, you see, that's where we're all bamboozled. Those Michael versus Laurie. If you don't want to make it about that, and you're the director. Mm-hmm. Why don't you throw in? It's a oh, it's a love. You know, Halloween in. It's a love story. Then I'm like, okay, then I wouldn't have been as bad because at least you you told us. It's it's uh, love love is in there, right? So mm-hmm. I, I, I read that too. I was like, this is BS because yeah, you know, no, nothing. There were talk. Corey's not even on the poster. He's not even on the no trailer, no nothing. No. So I, I, it's just some BS. Yeah, BS. Because the way the especially how the film is built up in the first act, it's established that you know Michael Myers is going to pop out, but no, it's Corey who's like or quote unquote Michael Myers for this film. That's the thing with these newer movies, too. They really try to be pretentious. Like, all three of these movies are, like, the ideas of, like, what is a boogeyman? Like, there is... Is there really one Michael Myers or are we all Michael Myers? Like, shut the fuck up. Ah, get deep. Yeah, that's what they were trying to do with this one. And it's like... Michael Myers still lives. Evil still lives on. Evil is passed down and all that stuff. I think all right. If they did average... If they were just honest about, like, hey, this is, like, is a new character because... I actually, I thought, um, who played Corey in this one? Rowan Campbell. He's actually on the, uh, whatchamacallit show. He's on the is show he... with, uh, that's on Hulu 
the one with the brothers, the Hardy Boys. Oh yeah, the Hardy. Oh, yeah, he he did good. Like I thought he mm-hmm. was good. And everything. It's just the fact that like we just met his character, so it's not enough time for me for one movie to actually feel for him. Like they're like, I right, gotta shoehorn everything, and it's right. like, you know, if he introduced him at the second movie, that would have made sense instead of doing a whole damn chase movie. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, right. And I think I think that's what sucks about this too. Like I said earlier, uh, I think there was like the good ideas. Like, and I do I do like how when he was sort of the new Michael Myers, you can definitely tell how inexperienced he was. So it was nice to kind of see. Mm-hmm. You know, it took him longer longer to do the kills than like Michael. You know, so I I think too, they they probably shouldn't have made like this uh this character in a Michael Myers movie because again, there's good ideas for having this societal thing making a character. I think that's a great great idea to explore, but I think doing it in this movie at this time was not was not the best decision. You know, I because Mike Myers has been around so long and it just it just didn't fit this. But the idea was was good and in a different mm-hmm. type of movie, it, it would be better. I think having two or three movies with Corey probably would have been would have been much better. Had him always been along here, I think in kills that would have made it better. So we kind of would have got mm-hmm. kind of his character and you would have got that emotional attachment to him right there. Oh man, I've kind of feel bad for the guy here. You're going, oh crap, they do it. You feel bad. You kind of hate the character. So you're going through so many emotions like uh you're real quick. So I think two movies would have been better or take this idea and do it, you know, in a in a different a different movie. Make it make it a generic slasher type movie. Um, not 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 no one as big as Michael Myers. I think that was a huge problem. And again, they, plus the marketing. So a lot of issues uh, were bad, but there are you know I hate the movie. There were still there were glimpses of good things in there that could have been fleshed out on a different movie or mm-hmm. at, or make it make its own original idea. But I, I will give credit that that was a a unique um. Thing they tried to do so that's probably why it's so frustrating for me it's just it just didn't work you just focused on that love story and other things like man you had you, you could have done so much more with this but yeah mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we could have expected like a really great final showdown with i think would have been really cool as both michael and Corey. you know maybe yeah, not the right. two of them fighting but maybe the both of them going after laurie together and uh what's her name allison or something like they could have just done this whole maybe like father and son like killing spree together and you know michael could have grown a huge attachment towards Corey, and it would have been really cool yep they could have done i don't think done a fourth one or something yeah but too too late now obviously but yeah i think that's Mm -hmm. uh look look at us we're we're improving this movie they just gave us a script they should have left us get approved of the script i mean we have to get to get somebody approves the scripts all the time they should have just come to us we have a great script writing session all righties guys what do you guys grade this on a scale and how do you guys rate the other uh three of the david gordon green franchises you can go first i gotta think about this uh this one well we're doing like i guess no matter what scale to me it's zero no matter what scale you put it on um and in terms of the ranking i probably say this means the worst one i guess kills the second worst i guess halloween is gonna be gonna be the best one uh mm-hmm. in my opinion so all right mac or do you want me to go you can go all right i'm gonna say um halloween then halloween ends because i just like the performances a little bit more just kills is just funny watching <laughs> It's funny, but it's like watching paper dry. I felt that one was worse to watch than ends. At least ends had some a little bit of fun to it. You know, with the kills. I felt the kills and ends were better than 
not kills and end. No, I thought the kills uh, <laughs> and end were better than the one in Halloween Kills. There we go. That sounds better. I was trying to say. I know that's so confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, like I said, I think that even the first Halloween movie, when I go back and watch it, I'm like, it's fine. Like I give it like a, like a seven out of ten. I think like it was fun for being a direct sequel. It did a lot for get it back in right. working order the second one was hilarious but i gave it like a three out of ten because it was still like really bad and it's kind of predictable being this one was just like it was an amalgamation of all three because it the second one was so highly anticipated because the first one was so good and it fell flat so everyone was like really jaded when it came to this one and the fact that they killed judy greer that was that was when all credit was lost for me it was the fact like it's coming out one year after it because at least with the first one it was like a three-year gap it's then then this year was like one year difference so i was just like really like I, i'm gonna give the new one like a six out of ten because like even though it's like not terrible wow. like, i see I, I don't see like people are saying it's terrible but i just think that it's more of just it, it's just average like it's not like this is a very I, I feel it. People are like, oh, this is a good finale for the series. Like, in a way, I'm like, you know, yeah, because Michael's dead, but like, I feel like there could have been more. Like, you know, like there could have been more to it. But So, how long until uh, they reboot it? And give it five years. Five years, and they're going to say, Michael's not dead. No, no, no. What they'll He's do, gonna... what they'll do since they, uh, they discredited all the uh, sequel movies after one. They'll do like a character like Danielle Harris's character is older and Michael like terrorizes her or something. Oh my god. Or like Buster. See, this movie needed Buster Rhymes. If Buster Rhymes came in, <laughs> and, if Buster Rhymes was a DJ and you saw Michael was like, happy Halloween, mother. Like I wanted that. Yeah. But but yeah, I give it five more years because like they say they're done, but they're like, oh, I don't know if we're really it's done. It's not really done just if yet. There's, there's money to be made because I think let me see how much this is made actually. I think it's made eighty three million at the moment with a thirty three dollar budget. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make a lot more. They're gonna make yeah, a lot man. more money before the uh, end of the. Jason Blum's gonna be like more, more, more. Yeah. Well, he did say he's done with Paranormal Activity, so maybe he's like saying we're done with Halloween, we're not doing it. I mean, let's hope so. Well, they'll like, find a way. Yeah. Well, I mean, the last you know what? the last going to happen. What? He, Jason Blum's going to be in his sixties, and he's going to say, "Do you know what? It's time to rebrand Halloween. Let's bring back Andy, even though Jamie Lee Curtis is dead." Oh. <laughs> but now they'll probably be like, I wouldn't be surprised if they do like a whole reboot. Like they're going to redo like an origin. They're probably, you know what the next Halloween movie is going to be? It's going to be an origin story about Michael. Oh my god! <laughs> yep. The, yep. The, that's it. That's it. They're going to do that's the Rob, They're going to be do the Rob Zombie version. They're going to do like the uh, the night of the uh, Michael Myers killing the babysitter. Oh, no, it's all gonna, leading it's, up. It's going to lead up to him. They're going to say like he was like he was possessed, but so it wasn't really him. So he didn't know. So I feel like that's what he was be. raised by a cult. Like what they do all the yeah. other ones. Oh my gosh! But yeah, that that's it. That's what they do. They're gonna do the origin story. That's 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 brilliant. I I think about that. Yep, origin story. Or honestly, they, they they could do something with Alice's character. Maybe she could become I don't know a 
female, not a female Michael, not a Michael Myers. Oh God, Allison, right? No, not female, but she would be uh, the new sort of killer. Yeah, Lori, because you know she's gone through a lot. She lost for her love, her life. She lost her mom. She lost, you know, her and... dad, oh, grandma's grandma. Yeah, she's a grandma's still alive. But yeah, so I think there's a lot of a lot of trauma, trauma there that could be. Uh, they'll find a way to explore. You no, know, and we'll get we'll get something. Corey's yeah. gonna come back from the dead. Shut up. And oh, then yeah. Allison is going to be married, have some kids, have a good husband, uh, and then Corey's going to go after her husband and a little family, and she's going to be like, no, that evil right, died back years ago. Right, that's right, because Corey didn't go through the wood chopper, so he still, he he can switch. Since he became Michael Myers, you obviously absorb his uh, indestructibility in, 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 in these movies. In the neck, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, he, he yeah, I forgot about that. So that's probably what's going to happen. And what does happen, we'll remember this conversation, and we can all sue because mm. actually, you, you can sue your idea. But hey, this is this is exactly what happened. This, yeah, so make sure you share with us, Mac. You look so, you look like you're so done. Halloween is just done. Like I, it's lost its factor, man. At least with like the original sequel, it was pretty good. And I'll even say Season of Witch wasn't even that bad because like this new sequel trilogy, it started off so promising. Like say what you want about the first one, like you could say it was yeah, kind of like yeah. you. It was you kind of say it was like a reboot, soft reboot of the original movie, like a Force Awakens type thing. But at least they had promise. But like, right? I don't know what happened. What happened? A lot of greed. Greed yep. happened. And money. Money. Yep. Money. No, it was the money. Like, it's just like you guys wanted to tell this bigger story using Michael freaking Myers. Like, that's not going to work. Like, just it's a guy slashing in a freaking Captain Kirk mask. There's no like deeper meaning in like the whole, mo- in, like Halloween kills when Lori had a monologue when everyone was getting killed at the end of the kills. Like, where did this come from? Like, you guys are trying to present these bigger ideas in Halloween of all movie franchises. Like, no, stop it. All right. Well, guys, that's our review. Unfortunately. Yeah. What did y'all think about Halloween kills and the monsters? Let us know in the comments down below. I am so done with Halloween. Like, I want it just to be over. I'm done. Let's bring my Well, the good me. thing is it's done. We just need another good Halloween movie, I think, this year. And unfortunately, I don't think we got it. Well, don't worry. Pray for the devil. Oh, that's true. Pray for the devil. Oh, my God. No. Hey, look on the bright side. Friday 13th's coming back, so time to ruin that franchise. But anyway, let's get into the wrap up of this podcast. This is Boomerang from Cartoon Network. All righties, guys, let's talk about the wrap up. Coming up on our next episode, we are going to do a deep dive on Robert Zemeckis. We're going to hell. Mac might be going to hell, at least. You're coming on too. Oh, gosh. With some special guests, we'll bring on for that. Then we're going to talk on our another episode, the disastrous Pinocchio. We've talked about that episode in the works for a while. And I and Mac, do you know what I think we should do? If we're no. talking about this Pinocchio, we got to talk about Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Which I've heard is not that much better. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't even look yet at anything. I just, you know what? I, I started today as I ate my dinner. The, curi- the, the, the Curiosities Cabinet. I think that's what it's called. Cabinet of Curiosities. Mm-hmm. 
the first episode was fine. The second episode is something else, though. That was, the, but otherwise, Gamble Del Toro. I, I don't know with this Netflix thing. I don't know. Uh, are you going to be watching the cabinet stuff, uh, James, or now? That on Netflix? What? Yes, it's yeah. Cabinet of Curiosities. It's like little short stories. The first episode had Tim Blake Nelson on it, which he was pretty good. He played a mean person, mean racist, and I didn't like him, but. His character got what he deserved. I'll have to see the like reviews. I usually don't watch a lot of Netflix. I think they're like, I think I said it before, I think they're like one out of 10 is good. And mm-hmm. I just, I, and I prefer watching movies and stuff in the in theaters. That's just sort of my like getaway, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I very rarely watch the stuff at home, but if it's good enough and if it's short stories, I'll watch it. But I don't, Netflix movies are never, in my opinion, good. So I don't even waste my time on watching them. So. But I'll check it out. You know, I'll check it out. Search stories. I like, I like Gilbert the Toro, so I'll check it out. Alrighties, guys. But that's it on our end. Uh, have a safe and happy Halloween. James, yeah. thank you for coming on our special Halloween episode. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, guys. Always a pleasure to talk to you guys. So, yeah. We gotta find a better movie for us to talk about instead of just talking crap about all these bad movies. Am I right? I know. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. We can have you come on for Wakanda. That sounds like a plan in my book. I mean, I still want to see it. So I still haven't watched Black Adam. I'll watch that eventually. But Mac, anything else on your end? Uh, No. So yeah, keep on the lookout for those uh, episodes. I want to thank James for coming on. All his social media will be linked in the description below. Uh, and uh, yeah, stay safe this Halloween because it's crazy out there. And we see you all in the next episode. Bye. Right. Watch out for watch out for evil. Yeah, yep. watch out for evil. Evil never dies. Bye. Happy Bye. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah.